G'day listeners, welcome to Bar Karate, the sailing podcast. My name's Jordan Spencer and it's that time of the week where we get to hang out with some really cool sailors, but of course I have to share the mic with my two idiot mates, although lately it's only been one, so let's bring in that one. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. Mr Nick Boss, how are you bud? So how do you consider this? Mm-hmm. If you normally do it with two idiot mates, mm-hmm. do you only get half the idiotness or double the idiotness? Me yeah. buying, being by myself yeah, with your good self, of yeah. course. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, th- I feel like mm. I'm... Um, I, th- I feel like BP brings a unique perspective on things and we're missing that. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Correct. He always sort of comes out with something. I just go, oh, okay, I hadn't thought of that. Um, uh, but- oh, well, and you know my role there is obviously <laughs> to rip the piss out of you two. So it's kind of only half the fun. Half the fun, yeah, I know, I know. We're missing him, <laughs> we're missing him. I, I think he's missing us. He's, um, he is, he I is. Think- we we expected it to be today. In all honesty, we were going to go and do a full breakdown of the X two scenario with all the background information. Uh, for those who are wondering, we will be the first place to publish anything. <laughs> I tell you, who's not missing him though? Who's that? I was sent a video from one of our uh, our the Bark Radians out there, mm-hmm. uh, of which must have been. And I looked at the time I received the video, twelve thirty Monday morning. <laughs> Um, and I'm like, oh, this can't be good. <laughs> there he was, <laughs> the night before lay day in Airly, yeah. playing the guitar yeah. <laughs> <laughs> up in on stage. So Ooh. I didn't watch the full video, but I'm but I'm hoping he put the intro and outro in. I love it. So for the the competitors at Airly Race Week, they were they were getting the live version. In, the in, live version, wow. exactly. I wonder how much convincing that took. Yeah, obviously, uh, that would have been interesting. Mate, at 12.30am, it'll no take convincing. bugger all convincing. <laughs> I'll fucking guarantee that. <laughs> I would have done it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a good lead-in, actually, because Early Race Week is is a fantastic event uh, yes. up in uh, North Queensland in the Whit Sundays. Um and it is always held the week before Hamilton Island Race Week. Mm-hmm. Correct. And Hamilton Island Race Week is one of those sort of fantasy events that people hear about all around the world. And we thought, why not? Let's. It's literally this week, so why not? Let's just do a little bit of an explanation of what goes yeah. on at H- Hamilton Island. Um, well, first of all, mm-hmm. um, what I'll tell you, I'm actually in Hamilton Island now. Mm-hmm. Um, we've just completed the first, and just to paint a picture you know the qualia resort yes, in Hamilton island yes of course yeah i'm not i'm i'm, I'm not staying there <laughs> 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 no um they don't let our type in there mate <laughs> that's right i i have been lucky enough to be there before on mm. someone else's uh mm. card let me tell you mm. but um yeah flash joint flash joint and fantastic sailing um, and it's fair to say that what's happened in the last couple of years with all these regattas being cancelled, yep. regattas are coming back hotter and stronger. And there's and Airly was uh, certainly within that realms, and Hamo is this year for sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, so that's the goal of this this uh, episode is to actually just sort of get in and get in behind Hamo um, and let people understand. So. I guess the the most important thing is to try and explain the conditions, right? So it's midwinter in Australia, right? Um, mm-hmm. What are conditions like there, boss? Currently, I am sitting in around 24, 25 degrees Celsius. Mm-hmm. Um, it was 14 to 16 knots out on the racetrack today. Yep. Beautiful, uh, nice sou'easter, mm-hmm. kind of the trade wind direction um flat water whales breaching yes. close to you yes um and 250 boats on the on the uh on the start line. taking part in the in the race week and the water's pretty probably spe- pretty spectacular pretty i've got to say yeah and the water's probably about 26 27 degrees celsius as well yeah so. i think it's well put it this way you're not slipping into your four mil wetty no. to clean the bottom of the boat <laughs> yeah. so yeah yeah 
Yeah, no, no real wet weather gear required for the whole event. So, so it kind of sounds like paradise, doesn't it? Because, as you said, trade winds. Uh, it, traditionally, it's the end of the trade wind season, so you're just coming. You get the southeasters coming through. Um, it in the next month or so, it should swing back, and you know, it's the the genius of the whole event is that the wind swings and you get the northerlies to bring your boat home um, uh, when in you know in the next few weeks. But traditionally, trade winds, warm yep. water, sunshine, middle of winter, everyone comes up white from being locked up in their offices. <laughs> and uh, and then, uh, yeah, they, it's paradise. Absolutely. It's paradise. Well, actually, um, the boat next to us, actually, the, um, I'm sailing on SMB, mm-hmm. the, uh, the PAC 52 mm-hmm. X Rio, mm-hmm. the, the big orange boat. And next part next door to us is the old SMB, of which is now called Matador with uh, Rob Greenhouse on board. Oh yeah, and I was just chatting to him, and he's come clean, clean out of a um, cow's week. Yes, only a week or two ago. Yes, so I'm yet to hit him up. Yeah, would you care to explain a little bit the differences? <laughs> <laughs> well, cow's week's in the middle of the summer in the UK, so you know. Yeah, so dead winter basically <laughs> for us. <laughs> That's but it's sensational, and the trade winds actually—they're going to be here for the whole week. Mm. Um, you want me to give a bit of a forecast before sure. we kind of hook in, or yeah, go for it? Go for it. It's literally the whole week. There's one sort of week light day, isn't there? Yeah, there's a light day. Which um, so basically, racing started today. It is Sunday. This is when um, you avid listeners who get straight on the pod would be listening. Um, and we forecast was actually for about seventeen to twenty. Um, southeast direction and ended up being a little bit lighter but the rest tomorrow looks the same conditions um, of which they've thrown in the long race for us Um, so as part of the format of the week it's generally you know short round the island racing um, of which and one long race which is generally before the late day late day being Wednesday but it's going to be a little bit lighter on Tuesday so they've got the long race for us tomorrow um, in the, our class, it's uh, like a 50, 60 miler or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Tuesday, a little bit lighter, probably 10 to 12 knots. Wednesday is when it starts nuking through. Yep. So um, Wednesday, we are looking at 19 to 24 knots for the lay day. It won't really affect me too much unless it blows my rosé over. Um <laughs> <laughs> on actually, actually, I might remind me. Yeah, we'll do a little shout out to all Bar Karateans later. Maybe we could do a little catch up. Okay. Anyway, Thursday, twenty to twenty five. Mm. Friday, twenty to twenty five. Yep. Saturday, yep. Twenty five to thirty. Yep. She's on smoking. Yep. She's definitely on Saturday. It's the last day of the regatta. And it will yep. be thumping. The other thing to put into that equation for those who've not been to Hamo is there's a lot of tide. So you're racing around. Mm. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of islands, right? So you're racing, you know, um, you've got Hamilton Island. Um, that You've got Whitsunday Island, Island. Dent Island. Dent all Island. the islands. Yep. So mm. you've got... Um, quite a lot of islands. You're not far off the mainland, so you do get a lot of compression and there's a lot of water moving through there. Um, so you get a lot of compression around corners and stuff like that. So you need to be really sort of switched on. Um, well, you know how in the UK, yeah. every pretty much any sailor from the Solent is a navigator? Yes. Because they have to be? Yes. If you grew up around here, yep. same diff. You'd have to be a navigator. You've got to, you're all because there's so you've got to be all over. And we witnessed that today. There were some great moves going on by some very experienced people. Yep. Um, on something you could not, you would not be able to tell was going to transpire. Yep. Um. So, but it's yeah, very tricky racing. Um. And then obviously, it's a well, is it a navigator's paradise or a navigator's nightmare? I'm not sure. Yeah. It, the the likely long course for you is um, basically a loop around. You sort of come out around the top of Dent, or yeah, the top, I guess, the north of the Dent. north, yeah. And then you've got Pentecost, uh, Workington, Hook Island, Hayman Island, Henning, 
basically. Yeah, so you've yeah. got a sort of little fetch and then um, smoking long downhill and then um, long uphill, basically, if the in the trade yep. winds. So correct. Yeah, yeah. So so basically a fifty mile windward lord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the other thing that is of importance is you said it before, 250 boats, right? 2,000 sailors. Um, The entry list is pretty good. All the boats come out to play. Uh, So you're in Div 1, I assume, Secret Man? No, so we're in uh, Div 2. Div 2. So there there was a lot of discussion around where we would sit. Mm-hmm. Um, and originally we were in Div 1, which meant we would have been with the 100-footers. Um, oh, I thought they were in Div 0. Name, namely, oh, sorry. Um, namely, in so in that class now yeah. is, so you've got Andu, uh, Comanche, Wild Oaks, Stefan, no Alive, Whisper, Whisper those yeah. guys. Yeah, um, so- and we essentially, so instead of being the little boat with the big guys, yeah. we're now the big goat. Big guys with some other, with yeah. some others in so the TPs. Well, on, the 52s for that matter. Yeah, yeah. On the website, it's showing as zeros. They're calling the big boats as zeros. Yeah, so, correct. Um, oh, so anything from sort of 66 foot up to the hundreds. Oh, the 62. Yep. Whispers are 62, isn't it? So, mm-hmm. um, so that'll be. So you got you know plenty of boats. There's going to be some fairly spectacular footage coming off there. Um, so you've got all the big boats to focus in on. Then you've got, in your class, mate, you've got all the, the contenders, basically. Um, yeah, we've got 652s who are, you're missing. and you would argue four or five of them mm. are pushing their IC rating as much as they can. Yeah. And they're here for yep. to walk home with the uh, chocolates. Yeah, not all all the, the major 52s in, uh, in town, obviously, but most are. So, um, not to mention rem- that uh, we've got the Caro, which we haven't seen before yep. in this short format racing. Yep. Done a bit of stuff in the caravan, but, um, yeah, ding-dong battle between them and Ichiban. Yeah, a boat in 52. Um, Ichiban's the same thing. So it's Max Klink's boat. Yeah. Um, be interesting, yeah. They're, so they're pretty much sister ships almost in a way, you know. Like, or, yeah, basically, they yeah. haven't painted them the same color. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, all, basically, a whole bunch of different divisions here in the IRC. But then it's not just that, though. That's the other thing. It's not just those yeah. classes. It's easy, it's easy to talk about the pointy end of the fleet in yep. that regard. Yep. But not forgetting, probably eighty percent of the fleet. Yep. Make up all the other classes of which. One of them being, you know, no spinnakers in some instances. Yep. And get this, you'd love this. What? And not there's even an Olex 25 down here, oh, out here it. sailing. I do love it. I think that's cool. The yeah. um, uh, So there's a, the, the trailable yachts, obviously, so the trailer sailors. Um, there's the multi-holes. And then mm-hmm. there's two Hamilton Island classes, the multi-hole Hamilton Island class and the Hamilton Island class, which... In all honesty, I'm just assuming is cruising boats. Well, it's got to do with I think there's a formula, mm-hmm. um, and it depends on how many glasses of rosé gets spilt <laughs> whilst racing. <laughs> they get a, a an accumulation of points going up there, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, and the quality of the lunch that was served on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> but you can see on the dock, like the the marina is absolutely chockers. Mm-hmm. But everyone is spit, and no matter what class you're in, yeah, it's yeah, they're just loving life. In saying that, though, the um, I'm not sure that how the formula is going to deal with 25 to 30 knots later in the week. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There might be a few people just staying inshore and having their rosés there, mate. Um, yeah. Because, of course, on Hamilton Island, um, I guess we'll segue that way. On Hamilton Island, it is a resort, you know, like the Oatleys bought mm. it, bought it. Uh, quite a while ago now, and they've just glammed it up. And so you've got the full swim up, um, swim up bar, the big pools. You've got um, you've got sandy beaches. You know where all the yeah. you've got easy accommodation. You've got sort of a food strip. You've got all these cafes and stuff, um, and uh, you know the golf carts. Yes, the icon of, of which I'm yet to get in trouble with thus far. <laughs> 
I think my first Hamilton Island, apart from trying to unwedge a golf cart in the uh, in the lift of the Reef Resort, <laughs> um, <laughs> I uh, I haven't got gone that far just yet. But the week's still young. Oh. Um, but basically, yeah, no cars apart from people like working on the island. Yep. Um, the rest is golf carts everywhere. Golf carts, and there is nothing better than going out. And getting around on a golf cart in a, a little tight community. It is nothing better. It, it, even if it's raining, whatever it's going on, you're happy, mate. You're, everyone's happy, you know. Like mm-hmm. the only time you're not happy is when you, you get a bit confident and you come bombing down that hill and there's a, a heavily <laughs> scraped tree where a few carts have definitely collected, uh, you know, pretty regularly on, uh, on a few missed corners, I guess, is the best way to describe it. <laughs> I reckon, um, there must be like the golf cart chronicles yep. of Hamilton Island, yeah, yeah. of which would have several verses in it, no doubt. Mm. Um, to... And I'm sure before the end of the week, there'll be some sort of incident taking place. Hopefully, not too bad. Yeah, um, yep. which doesn't require ejection from the island. Um, but the island's chockers, mate. She is chockers. Yep. You Look... go anywhere, the bakery, mm. the bloody um the tavern the yacht club she's full full to the brim the other thing um for people to understand it's not quite a boat show but there a lot of um importers will bring boats up for the event you know they're they're trying to flog so new new cruising boats that they're trying to get into the market a lot of there will be a whole bunch of sort of uh, new boats, um, you know, your sort of 40, 50, 55-foot mm. range where they, they come up with prospective clients or that whole thing. So you'll see a lot of um, cool new boats, you know, cruising boats that you want to get into if you're looking for that sort of thing. So there's a lot of that goes on. Um, there's some pretty funky uh, multi-holes there. I, the best way to describe the Australian multi-hole scene is there is um, – there's people just having a rip snort and go. Like there's all sorts of crazy, funky oh, devices yeah. floating around. And, you know, there's they're not shy of having a go, some of these blokes, and some of them are just so supercharged. Some are just for cruising, but most of them are there's a le- level of intensity in that that fleet. They love going fast. Um Well, put it this way, we'll we'll bookend it, right? Right. You've got your standard call it a lagoon caravan on water. Yep. All the way up to a normal 60. Yep. Just absolutely shredding it. Mm. There's actually a few guys here on the Extreme 40. Yep. So they basically sailed the whole downwind today with about two-thirds of the front of the boat under the water. You know who's running um, that boat? Um, Rowan Ville, I reckon. Rowan Ville. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he's trying to get it falling, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't <Yeah>. know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so and everything in between from home home builds to fantastic plastics, um, yep. not a bad way to do it though. Yeah, yeah. So um, you know, from from that perspective, she's she's pretty full bore. Like it's it's a big big event. The other thing uh, that is my favourite thing about Hemo is it's so easy to catch up with old mates. Like you literally mm. you don't know who's turning up but you just you go out and you walk into a bar and there's one of your sailing mates you haven't seen for a few years and you end up you know you end up just having the best night you know like blokes you haven't seen for five years or six years yet that you get on great with and then you know you you end up having a ton of fun because there's a whole bunch of social atmosphere going on well you know me jordan i'm not quite really into the social scene Hence, why where I'm currently located, as far away from the tavern as possible, is actually not a bad manoeuvre by is the that skipper, right? is that right? Mr. Jeff Betcher. So, oh, no, it, it's actually blo- – and I've got to do a shout-out to the Barkeradians, mm-hmm. the amount of people I've run into mm-hmm. who listen to the show yeah. um, and just old mates and stuff is bloody cool. So, yeah, I'll, I need to think about doing a little shout-out. Maybe I'll do it on the socials. You know, maybe a bar karate and yeah, yeah. catch up, whatever yeah. it might be. Mm. The the one thing that I guess it's sort of been taken over a little bit in terms of um, it's not just a sailing regatta. Like all the 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 hoi polloi are there now. You know, all the 
the beautiful people have got sort of these uh, sort of like the wine, the Wild Oats Wines Ladies Lunch and um, mm. there's all sorts of sort of the, the, the champagne companies having their, their special things and there's sort of famous chefs there and there's famous media people and you know, all the cool people are there. Um, I've never seen them myself. I've never been allowed close to them. Um, but they're there. So what are you saying? A bar karate and catch-up won't really <laughs> fit the scope? <laughs> I reckon all I'd suggest, bud, is just say, right, down at the pool, lay day, and uh, if if we had money, we'd shout, we'd buy everyone yep. a few drinks, but we've got none, so. <laughs> no, we'll, but, we'll be doing something for sure. Yeah, but uh, – um, you know, like so, it, it's quite it's quite the event. Um, what about the racing today, mate? How, what happened? What's going on? So did, we in our class had a thirty miler. The bigger boats probably about forty, um, and then it just kind of just clicked down from there. Mm. Um, essentially, it was we started in Cat's Eye Bay, headed around the, the bottom, if you want to call the southern end yep. of Hamilton Island. Um, big run down around the moles islands yep. and then a big beat home of which uh, tricky to get across the current mm. and get some relief and pick the pick the shifts and what have you. Mm. Um, what was interesting though, yeah. uh, the Orma 60 yeah. launched, let really? me tell you. Yep, just looks so cool. Fantastic boat. Like just streaks ahead of everything as you could well imagine. Um, in the big boats, the Andu gave a little touch up to the oats today. Oh, yeah, it's um, going to be an Andu. It, well, Windward Lord's not necessarily in Andu's place, but the Comanche is Andu, is what we're talking about. Correct. Yeah. Um, so but, they came smoking past us. We were doing seventeen, yep, probably. Yep. They were doing easily mid twenties. Mm-hmm. Just cruising. <laughs> just cruising. Unbelievable. Yeah. Just cruising. No yeah. water over the deck. Nothing. Just, and then. It, it, you can't really, you don't really get the perspective yep. until you count that there's like fourteen people sitting on the rail, <laughs> and they just look like little ants. <laughs> little ants just go. Kind of, um, so with all those big boats there, that uh, the you're going to have to say the long race should be it should be for the Comanche, the Andu. Um, you'd think. I think anything with Brace, Brace the on. Andu is. Is just yeah. if it can sail in its own water, is going to launch for sure. I'm not sure who's so on board though. So could be their week going around corners might be their issue. Um, lack of no, they are stacked. stacked. Put it this way, yeah, okay. We we have uh, interviewed several people um, on the podcast over our last 180 odd episodes mm. who are on board. Mm. Um, uh, in saying that, I mean. The Oats has got a very experienced team yeah, as well. Yeah, they're, they're so, backwards. But the minute that that boat can stretch its legs, she gone. is gone. And then yeah. they do have the Barcarati benefit, um, you know, go on Barcarati, win regattas. That's... Mate, the amount of pe- boats that came up and said, can we do this week's episode? Can we do this week's episode? <laughs> we do this week's episode. It's, it, to, it's, it's yet to, to go back. Do the, uh, the Bar Karate Clayton's Curse, they call it. Yeah. <laughs> it's yet to go bad, I tell you. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, look, fantastic. So the only problem is the long, with the whole regatta is the long course. You, it's like, it's around, could be could be up to 12 hours, a 12-hour time limit. So you could be out there all day, you know. Well, tomorrow, hence why they've dragged it forward till yeah. Monday yeah, yeah. when there is plenty of breeze. Plenty so, of breeze, you know, maybe out. six hours mm. we mm. should be done. But so. uh, yeah, you do get um, you do get uh, plenty of sun. Uh, you get plenty warm, but the tides there's there's a lot of tide action, um, and you really have to be switched on to the tides and the way it flows through through the course. Um, and also just not hit anything, you know. Like you've got lots of lots of rocks, lots of little islands floating around out there. So you do have to be switched not to on. mention a few uh, big mammals as well. Of course, the whales. Yeah, the whales. Which um, when we had one pop up the other day, about just in training, about thirty meters below us, and like holy shit, <laughs> keep an eye out, boys. Yeah. So, so yeah. 
They love um, they love putting on a show, the whales. So yeah, uh, no, um, the Oatleys have them dialed in nicely, similar to how Larry Ellison had his whales dialed in yeah. at the Sale GP <laughs> event in uh, in San Fran. The Oatleys have got them going on here beautifully. Yeah, yeah. They all come in at night, get a bit of krill. Yeah, yep. job well done. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I, there's this. Yeah, there's probably something I should tell you offline about that whale in San Fran. <laughs> I think uh, it was yeah. robotic. No, no, no. Or no. it was working off AI. No, no, no. There was one one team had a spotter. Uh, um, a lot of spotters, so that if they were doing bad, they were calling it in. Oh, of course. I mean, mm. yeah. Mm. The Americans love that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing, of course, is there's a couple of. Uh, series trophies as well. So they've got um, something called the South Pacific uh, Trophy, the Hitchhiker Trophy, and there's the Australian Yachting Championships. So yes, the Hitchhiker Trophy is a state team thing. So Australia has a bunch of states. Um, and so the state, it's got, I think it's two boats, um, two best performing boats in IRC. Uh, so we'll win the Hitchhiker. So that's between, you know, South Australia, Queensland, Western Australia, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. The South Pacific is for international team series. Um, so two-boat national team. Uh, each nation can only have one team, and it's one boat from the IRC class and one boat from oh, – so one with the IRC above 1.16 and one with the below 1.16. Right. Yep. Um, and then at least 40% of the crew need to be from that nation. Uh, and then, of course, the um, boats for the Australian Yachting Champs, which, of course, next year will be oh, – where are they going to be next year? Come well, on. let me remind you, <laughs> they'll be held in uh, in Port Lincoln with the uh, the long race being the Adelaide to Port Lincoln race hosted by the Cruising Yacht Club South Australia. So for all those budding teams that want to come, free berthing at the Cruising Yacht Club South Australia – Tell them Bicey sent you. Yeah, the boss no dramas. <laughs> oh, hey, um, we forgot one trophy, though. Oh, what's that one? It's called the Two Stakes Trophy. <laughs> what are the best two stakes to be in? <laughs> Queensland <laughs> and Pissed. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's a Queensland ad, that one for sure. Um, yeah, so she's. it's a pretty full bore event. It's a ton of fun. I think Airlie is the same. Like I, I like Airlie a lot because... You've got room to escape a little bit if you yeah, want, yep. and um, but you've got more bigger boats. So Ailey's probably more towards the smaller end, um, and then the bigger end boats come out for Hamo. But that being said, uh, you've got more concentrated smaller boats at Ailey. You've got more concentrated big boats at Hamo, but there's a lot of both yep. still there. Yeah. Um, but it's a great Absolutely. time to be in Queensland. So it's a long way up the Australian coast. So the Whitsundays, probably just up above Mackay, um, near Airlie Beach, straight out. And uh, it's a dream. Everyone asks what it's like. Everyone sort of thinks of it as a fantasy. It's been going since what? Geez, is it 85? We're into its 30-something year, I believe. Yeah, and we've had a few yeah. years off. Uh, yeah, yeah. April 85. So the first few years were in April, first, I don't know, eight or nine Oh, years. yeah, and then it moved to, yeah, yeah a bit of better, better timing with the last. Yeah, too many cyclones. So you're in yeah. the cyclone area up there. So, uh, 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 yeah, so she's, she's a good event. It's a good time to be there. Um, not great for the livers is, is the honest truth. But, look, everyone's up there. Except for me. Yeah, yeah. Except for you. Mm. Exactly, mate. You gotta go back and do some work. You've been on the bloody <laughs> on the tear for the last couple of weeks. So I know. I've got no leave left, yeah. mate. I can't go anywhere. <laughs> I've got nothing. Correct. Um <laughs> but that's all right. That's all right. I don't mind. I don't mind. Um I'm happy to hit live vicariously through all your st- stories, mate. But it's mm. that's cool. Good. I'll I'll make sure I'll keep posting. So um I guess the final tip. Uh, who's going to win? In Look, your, your division? Um, I think uh, the big boat, they don't really care about their ratings yep. at all. Yep. It's all a bit of a, um, what do we call it? A, <laughs> I can't say what I want to yeah. say. Um, but <laughs> basically, who's got the biggest um, yeah. <laughs> cockpit? 
<laughs> let's say that. <laughs> We're going to come to your language. So later um, <laughs> that's where it, that's where the big boats are. Um, as for our class, it's going to be massive from what we saw today between Caro and uh, Ichiban mm. to see who takes that out. Caro rates a little bit higher. Mm. Who knows? Um, Ichiban just literally has to be right on their transom to get the time. Um, as for us mm. on the SMB, we, I think we have we've definitely got potential because we kind of fall. We're a bit behind those guys, but yep. a bit in front of the others. Yep. So hopefully that opens up to. Um, well, we had a few um, stuff ups today, but uh, hopefully that kind of creates a, ourselves to be in our own water, and who knows? So, and then as for all the other classes, well, actually, it's all down to the uh, algorithm and the rosé. Yeah, no, of right. course not. There's a bunch of thirty eights up here. There's a whole bunch of other different one design classes. Yep. Well, there's I think there's eight Bavaria forty sixes. Yeah, sailing right. against each other. Wow. Things like that. So that's cool. You know, it's going to be cool to see where it all ends up. And there is but things I haven't like done have... the form guide. Yeah. It's, it's impossible, mate. I wouldn't expect anything more. But they do things like uh, best dressed boat parade and all that sort of stuff as well. So there's all sorts of things going on. So you can come for all sorts of different reasons. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm just interested, you know, with SMB being a, it's a pack 52, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yep. So does that, like, given that that sort of the west coast of US sort of uh, rule, is does she go better downwind than the others? Is that? Yeah, she's pretty slippery downwind for yeah. sure. But she's... let's face it, the the Itchy Barn and the Caro, they're not they're not TP fifty twos. They're ISA fifty twos. Yeah, that's right. Fully tweaked. Fully Whereas tweaked. the other ones are X Super Series boats. Yep. Um, with minor tweaking. Yep. Yep. So, cool, cool. All right. So, hopefully, that's inspired people at least to to see what's going on. So, um, yeah, might... yeah, check it out on all the socials. So there's a designated website, Hamilton Island Race Week, I think it is. Um, but yeah, just uh, search it, Hamilton Island Race Week. You'll find everything you want to check out, and hopefully, that inspires some people to one come up here or two take part in the uh, offshore national titles next year. Too easy. Held by the Cruising Yacht Club South Australia <laughs> in, and then going to Port Lincoln. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Not held. Hosted initially. <laughs> it's cool. it's uh, you, you, you just never miss a chance to get a plug in, do you, my friend? Oh, hell no. Don't worry about it. Oh, does anyone want to buy a skateboard? Actually, <laughs> yeah. just... Uh, just go on Instagram, Facebook, days like this. You'll find something. Days go like this. It. Days like this. There you go. Ole, 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 ole. Feeling hot, hot, hot. It's hot time with Bice. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Mate. This week, I've got something special. Okay. We're going to go into the Jack, George, Jack Lloyd Lister of the Week first. Oh, we're going into the Jack Lloyd Lister of the Week? Isn't first? that our normal routine? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I just went hot, hot, hot a bit early, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, nah, that's cool. We got the – I just I just was thinking the transition. Um, yeah. Because we got club events. The transition. Well, actually, I can do cold, cold, cold. Shall we do it a little bit? We'll go cold, cold, cold first. Okay. And an apology to our fourth leg, um, Harry Fisher. Oh, yeah? <laughs> we haven't hosted our watch party yet to watch the doco, of which went live mm. um, the from the ground up. Yep. On Friday night. Yep. So what we'll do though, I've watched it. It's going to happen. It's yep. going to happen. But what we, what you and I need to do, Jordan, mm. we need to set it up, do a proper bark ready live, right? Watching it with our comments. Um, and I've spoken to Harry about doing this. Okay. Um, or do you want to give a little insight into it? Yeah. Okay. So from the ground up. Is uh, it's an uh, it's a video sponsored by Harkin, and I think Musto and a few others have got in there for just might as well give them a plug for getting behind something like this. And the the crew at Down Under Sail did it, and effectively they're talking about uh, a boat called a Sharpie. 
um, Australian sailboat, like uh, when I was in Ireland, you know, they were talking about the National 18 a lot and just saying there's not, there's not many boats, there's only a couple of boats, sort of dinghy size, this size boats with three people on board, you know, and it, mm. they didn't sort of, uh, they had never heard of the Sharpie. And the Sharpie is great racing um, and, and great social scene. Three people on a boat seems to just make things work. You know, when you mention... When we spoke about that last week, mm. the amount of people that wrote in to the various channels that we have mm. talking about that element, the yep. three people. Yeah, the three people. And, you know, and we've spoken about it too on this show because essentially with two, you get sick of taking the piss out of one people, one person too much. Yeah. <laughs> so you need the second, the third <laughs> well, just to, you know, balance the ledger, so to speak. Well, if, and if you've never seen a Sharpie, right? You know how I say you pinch a piece of paper, right? <laughs> right. What if you want to visualise a sharpie? You go to your your white goods store. Go, uh, you know, uh, our mates at Andu, uh, and uh, you buy six washing machines, and you get the packing boxes, right? And you join them all together, and on the one at the front, you pull the pull it into a pointy bow, <laughs> and that's what a sharpie looks like. It's very boxy, very long, very thin. Right, like six the, the long boat they call them. The long boat. I, I thought you were going to say you grab a piece of A four piece of paper, <laughs> cut it down the guts long ways, yeah. pinch the other bit, join yeah. the other bit to the back, yeah. and that's a sharpie. No, no. But I was just trying. It basically is very boxy, but um, they, you know, the, I think the whole design was like from the thirties or something. But anyway, they're they're great fleets in Australia, huge fleets. Uh, Really good racing. Um, they go, they're almost unbeatable in a the blow. They love strong winds. They're really good mm-hmm. in big waves and strong winds. Um, good fun to sail. And um, so the focus of the docu- documentary is sort of how they brought in new builders and this, this build of a new boat. And it's just a human interest story, really. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. uh, one of the, the guy whose boat it is, he went to the, uh, the Nick Bice School of Elocution um and 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 swearing and cursing but you know it, oh that's bullshit mate he was... <laughs> but it's definitely worth the time to have a look even if you've never seen a sharpie before you know it's worth having a look um we've all sailed them like all of us have sailed them so uh yeah, mm. yeah um definitely worth worth a look uh made in south australia so you know yeah it's cool it's definitely cool. It's a nice, nice job. So yeah. Anyway, we'll do Absolutely. a hosting party. It'll be good fun. Yeah, for beers, sure. A few beers, a lot of laughs. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to mention to you, Jordan. Yeah. Uh, have you had any calls from the, your five oh five mates for next year's worlds to book in a slot on Barcarati pre worlds just oh. to make sure that they. They take the they use the curse to their full extent. <laughs> um, I have had uh, I have had some nominations, yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> as we um, we did Stu last week, right? Just trying Stu, to, yeah, 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 yeah Stu but we did it early in the piece. Yep. Of which, uh, when we interviewed him, it was the eve of uh, day five. Yep. Um, one race had been r- raced. And then essentially they just chucked in a whole heap of well, ended up with what five or six races total? Six races in the last two. Yeah, days, six yeah. total. Yeah. Um and essentially Stu and uh Callum, Callum, Callum jumped Callum, out Callum of the Payne. blocks. Yep. yep. Yeah, Callum and um took the win. Yeah. Took the Nicely. curse. Took the curse on beautifully. And uh it was good fun. It was super cool hanging out at uh in Ireland doing all that, the, the yacht club there. The thing that I needed to rem- let you know, boss, is that they have uh, they don't have Commodore there at the Ooh. Royal Cork Yacht Club. They don't have a Commodore. Um, it's the world's oldest yacht club, 1720. Um, yes. They have the Admiral. The, oh, and the Jesus. Vice Admiral. I'm changing the, I'm changing the Constitution. <laughs> That's it. First. First. <laughs> I knew you'd first love it. First duty. Oh, I knew you'd love it. <laughs> Oh, mate. And they've got literally a photo of every admiral they've oh. had since 1720 on the walls. And when I was wow. recording, you know that photo I sent through to the recording? Yeah. In fact, it's the photo I used um, for uh, the loaded up on Instagram. 
that room right next to it, you know, it's all there. It's got so much history. And, and the Admiral's room. The Admiral's room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Admiral's ball. I can see it now. Mm. So good. Yeah, yeah. So um, good. I was just trying to – I've got to find out. We, we, I need to find the, the rules. I took some photos of the rules. Uh, here we go. I think I found it. Um, oh, come back. So the, the original rules, class racing rules – um, mm. Included, it's ordered that no long tail wigs, large sleeves, or ruffles to be worn by any member at the club. I mean, but that's so obvious, that sort of stuff. Oh, Jordan. sorry. Sorry. I mean, it shouldn't even be a rule. Yeah. It's how obvious it is. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, it's resolved that no admiral presumed to bring more than two dozen wines to his treat, for it has always been to deem. <laughs> <laughs> There's all sorts of rules like that in it. It's so oh, cool. Fantastic. Yeah. And then, you know uh, what I'm seeing through my head here, yeah. in my head here, yeah. is like the um, the Game of Thrones, you know, that show on Netflix or whatever it is, right. yeah, is yeah. all of a sudden they just stumble across the bloody the Cork Yacht Club. Yeah. <laughs> There's all sorts of shit going around, and here you've got the Admiral, the Vice Admiral, with all their rules. Yeah. Yep. What? Oh, Here are yeah. some of the signals that they can, they used to make, right? So, you know, when you make signals off your boat, these are some of the useful signals that they had published in some of these books, right? Um, a signal, uh, have you eaten breakfast is one of the flags, right? Oh, yeah. Then can you lend me some ammunition? <laughs> right. I, I see where this is going. Can you lend me some cream? Um, mm. Can you lend me some gunpowder? So it's all about war and food. Can you lend me some mustard? And no, when we're going to be someone ready? had a bloody black pudding once. Oh. Right? <laughs> they need to smother it in cream. <laughs> and if you don't, I'm going to shoot you. But yeah, so it's uh, it was it's, yeah, wow. it's pretty cool. The admiral, the whole thing. Uh, but yeah, congratulations. So we didn't know, like obviously, as you were alluding to, when we did the interview with Stuart. Um, Stu, we didn't know where, you know, one race in. We had no clue, yeah. but I had my form guide and we had a hunch. Um, I had a hunch, so I just went to those boys because I sort of had the hunch. They, they looked to be on form and, and congratulations to them. So, yeah, mm. yeah good work. Bravo. Um, well done, guys. Before, we should go back should, to... Should that lead into the Jack Lloyd Listener of the Week? Yeah, okay, go for it. Given okay, I'm I'm gonna bring it up. Just give me a little sec here. Okay. Just um, because there's of... a couple of people that have come in uh, that definitely need to be mentioned uh, in this situation. Um, you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, and apologies, I'm mm-hmm. taking a bit of time here. Well, one. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, our good friend who we've had on the show, Bill Goggins. I love um, Bill. We love Bill. Mastermind or current CEO. What role, what role is he now? He is CEO of Harkin. Worldwide. Worldwide. Yep. So, Caleb, congratulations. He he's he sent an email and copied us in. Correct. With uh, to this is to Caleb Crew on five oh five issue. Congratulations on becoming the twenty two. 505 world champion, along with you. I'm sure you're able to find zero fun in Cork. That, and then there should be like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yep. Um, the land of constant flying Guinness and Jamison, along with, I'm sure, a few Barkerati sailor lagers as mixers. Um, unfortunately, that wasn't there, but our main man, Jordan, was. <laughs> Clearly, all your training as our e scow mastery Mystery. guest in Pewaukee uh, paid off. That is the ability to send it and win championships, all with record blood alcohol levels. Mm-hmm. Now, if for those I don't remember off the top of my head, um, but to want to go back to Bill's episode, he mm-hmm. talks about the e-scour quite passionately. Yep. Um, I've copied in. Event. He, correct. Yep. I've copied in a lot of his crew and also put in copy Jordan from Barkerati. Great job hosting the 50 Worlds. Good mate, haven't listened to the episode. Blah blah blah. On a side note, yes. Uh, on a road trip from Wisconsin to Colorado with their whole family, I listened to somewhere around the last six editions of Barkerati. My son Peter has a new swear jar that our mates must pay in on every time there is a swear word spoken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See where this is going. Please tell Bicey <laughs> that Peter Goggins has a Vimo account and does take payment in Aussie dollars. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I'm thinking six episodes. Oh, yeah, shit, I'm deep here. <laughs> um, this college education will be fully paid up by you guys, by, uh, by you guys and my mate Dex, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they're counting down to the East Gower Blue Chip Championships in a month or so. I won't mention the mystery guest at this point in time, but it's going to be a big one. You guys are awesome, blah, blah, blah. So my response, Bill, bias here and thanks for the note. Before I start, you're welcome. Peter is now being moulded into a well-educated human, will become a role model to others in year to come. Um, then I've kind of written, this has potential to fl- fully blow up in my face if he's only five years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So maybe that's a warning. Do not play Barcarati with young children in the automobile. Mm. Um, anyway, no, that was good bit of banter. We've had four or five emails back and forth. We love a bit of banter when yep. we get the time, yep. as one would w- well know. Yep, yep. That was a good one. So that was... Uh... Jack Lloyd, listener of the week. The other one is uh, James Jimmy Jamison. Um, oh, so good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so he put the boot into me, and it's thoroughly deserved, except for oh, one thing. Yeah, yeah 100%. So, 100%. He, he said greetings from... Oh, no, I haven't read it yet. Okay, yeah, greetings from sunny, <laughs> almost sunny Scotland, where it's a balmy 14 degrees Celsius at the moment. Continued best wishes to BP. Um He's looking forward to being back on the show. You can t- start rip the piss straight out of him. Oh, um, yeah, good. Jimmy I was watching. Wins. I was watching the one Jordan Spencer on YouTube doing his five o thingy. A few observations. Those shorts, horrendous. <laughs> I initially thought he'd forgot to put his trousers on. Um, I just had a pair of board shorts, right? Just a pair of Aussie board shorts. Uh, he definitely has a face for radio. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> Here we go. And this is thoroughly deserved. On the radio subject, I'm guessing Jordan is more used to doing audio-only stuff and not adept at the visual stuff. Word of advice, when you're interviewing someone on camera, try and avoid, ah. <laughs> avoid ah. the urge to reposition your gentleman's sausage. <laughs> yep. I rem- Hello. I did do that, and I remember I've just gone, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Keep up the good work, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Um, well, yes. Jimmy, mm-hmm. I think I know the shorts, mate, and you've got a good point. Um, oh, harsh. What you should – I hope you didn't drag your hanky out mid-interview either, <laughs> just to blow the old schnozzer. <laughs> oh, you idiot. Uh, oh, good. Cool. Um, shall we talk just – there's a couple of club event things we should probably just touch on. Um, yes, we shall. Uh Steve Steve Ramston had came through. Um, the everyone's sympathetic for BP, which is fair enough too. The the second Taipan GP event on Sunday, eighteenth September, at Tookley Sailing Club, twenty two boats entered, uh, five races, two divisions, mm, eleven wow. boats, top three or four each division going to the gold medal race. Uh, it's just like Sail GP, uh, reaching starts, gate at the top and bottom in two short laps. Um, and Jody Shields could be up to do the commentary. Yes. Yes. Excellent. So that, um, that's a good one. So if you're onto that, so Tookley, September 19. Um, uh, of course, Bill Goggins with the East Gow and uh, the Blue Chip Regatta coming up in about a month. So keep your eye out for that, the Pawkey yep. boys. And then uh, Hiker... Heike Pulsa came through Ooh. with a beauty talking about the second, and this is right in our wheelhouse, Spicy. America's Cup, the oldest um, sporting uh, trophy trophy that is contested. The second oldest is the Nicholas oh, Seinberghoff yes. Challenge. Sailed this Friday. It's happened. It literally has just happened in the heart of Helsinki City. Mm. Um I just thought, uh, so we got we got the email about that from Heike. Um, big fan of the show, blah, blah, blah. Three-person kill boat. You need one to drive. One, oh, yeah, she's talking about us. That's very nice. Love it. But the second oldest, obviously, that's our ongoing joke, the second best. Um, second piece of silver, same category. Uh, so Nicholas Scheinbrickhoff, an active sailor, member of Commodore of... Uh, oh Jesus, Nolanska Yacht Kluben, 
Um, donated the trophy that bears his name in connection with the NJK's 25th anniversary in 1886. Since 1888, the trophy has been given as a prize for the Nicholas Shinobirkov Challenge Cup winner. God, I'm so embarrassed. The Finns are going to kill us. The idea of the trophy to support Finnish sailing. Uh, also, the family has brewed some beer over the years, which is uh, a great uh, combination. It's a, it's a challenging competition between yacht clubs, uh, and it's sailed in six metres, which is cool. Um, mm-hmm. So the first part of the battle is a, a fleet race, three races, and then in the morning, and then um, the challenge club holding the trophy. We've had 13 classics, then basically a match race, I think, at the end. So basically... and. The brewery, the Sinebrakoff Brewery, is still sponsoring the event. Um, and then, yeah, final match sailed after lunch. So it sounds like a pretty cool event, and it's just been on um, in the six metres. Everything about that I love. Everything Except about Except for one thing. What's that? They don't drink the booze out of the cup at the end. Mm. What he said there is... Uh, because it's so precious. Oh yes, they the can. trophy. Yes, they essentially get it handed over, get a few photos, and it goes straight back in the cabinet. Yep, yep, so. yep, yep. Hey, um, I got it. Just got a little one with about Helsinki. Yep, we were. I was lucky enough to go there with Amos Sports. Um, after the o one, o two, Volvo Ocean Race. Yep, yep. And when we arrived in, and we we're doing um some corporate sailing for, oh, I was a good solid month. Um, and by the time we and, you know, so far north, it's so late at night and there's all sorts of – and it was middle of summer, best time to be there. And when we arrived to town, because the boats had been seen quite a bit, if we were wearing our red jackets from the boat, we'd pretty much be allowed in any nightclub we wanted to go in and miss the lines and all oh, those yeah. sorts of things. Yeah. Very nice. Um, so you kind of feel pretty special, right? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, it didn't take long – before, if anyone in red jackets approach this door, fucking shoot them. We do not <laughs> want those bloody bastards around. <laughs> Get rid of those idiots. Oh, but oh, what a fantastic place! I can imagine it now. And after seeing some of the photos that were uh, sent about that regatta, it just yeah, brought back some pretty good memories. So, very cool, cool, very cool. Um, it's uh, well. It's a great event. So there's some good events going on, obviously, heaps going on, um, including the world's slowest yacht race around Britain and Ireland. Holy dooly. What a snore. What a snore. What was it? The first over the line medallia, Pip, our mate Pip. Yeah, yeah. uh, 11 some days, 1,800 miles. Yeah. Oh. I know. Jeez. And I've just seen. Literally would be now 14 days into it at time of recording, 15 days even. Yeah, yeah. And the class 40s, one or two of them have just come across the line. I know. Wowee. It's, it's it's a long one. It's a long yeah. one. Um, I, I don't know that I can handle it, mate. It, um, um, it's just, oh, man. But I, I think the problem is when they get to the turning point, like the halfway, the, the muckle, muckle flugger. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how can you go past that and concentrate? Oh, how how's our lay to the muckle flugger? I mean, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that is. Um, <laughs> the muckle flugger. <laughs> no, it's, and like um, having been up that far north, like it just tide racing through those areas as well. Yeah, we yeah. think we see tide. I yeah. got bloody eleven meters or some bullshit. So yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's cool. So, um. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, so congratulations, Pip, at least on the liners. With no idea on the results. She'll sign with Paul Larson, of course, Nick Bubb, Kevin yep. George, and Ben Schwartz. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so another person that's been on Barkerati and, and having the win uh, for the line honours, at least. So um, that makes us happy, I'll be honest. We, we love Pip. Um, there is a big discussion we need to talk about. There was... Uh, um, an email, I guess a notice went out from the Australian sailing team. It was a press release. Press basically. release, yep. From Australian sailing team about the Australian sailing performance pathways and it has caused a major. Um, there's a whole lot of really interesting and important stuff in there but the, the one that has caused the controversy um, has been the statement that 
Australian sailing team will no longer send team to the youth worlds. Correct. Yeah. Correct. It took a bit of reading to yes. get to that piece. Yes. Given and I must admit, I would I would have stopped reading the whole piece unless I knew, um, unless I didn't know. Basically, we had been given the heads up that this was happening, that um, no longer Australians will not be sent to the to the youth worlds, mm. um, and that was the only reason I really read it. But it was kind of buried deep at what, and it wasn't. <sighs> so it was clearly written in a well. I'm only. This is my opinion. Clearly written in a way that was known that this is going to be a little bit controversial, and. But um, it's out there now, for sure. Is it controversial? Geez, I don't know, because there's a whole lot of smart people in the world, mm-hmm. and I'm sure this decision wouldn't have been come, you know, it's just not, you know, a knee-jerk decision. There would have been some sort of analysis, strategy, all sorts of thing going into or I certainly hope so. So I'm, I'm holding judgment for now, personally. All right. So uh, obviously, some of our friends, you know, we've seen some pretty intense responses, um, and you know, the initial headline, I thought, oh no, what's going on here? But what they're actually going to do is they're going to stop sending teams to the World Youth Champs, but they're going to um, support class world championships, right? So what that means is they're they're trying to build a bigger pool of youth sailors and give more opportunity, uh, uh, more support to a wider pool. And that, mm. I've got to say, that falls right into what I believe we should be doing. Um, I, I didn't see anything with any dollar signs no. next to it, so I'm not sure what that side of it yeah. looks yeah. like. And I can imagine, like, we've been super successful in some areas, namely, what did Nathan... Uh, win like two or three yeah, yeah. youth world or something like yeah, that yeah. and you see where he is now that's right so you can definitely see the pathway yeah in from that point of view yep. um so we've or, had a few superstars come through but, absolutely but yep. will we get more is the question you know um and some of the australian like former australian sailing coaches have reached out to us we've had a few people come at us about this so we, we, we don't know, but you have to, I guess from my perspective, um, I honestly feel that the more opportunity we give, the broader the base, the more chance we've got. I'd like to see that. Um, they're trying to have more squad-based approach to things, so larger groups, more knowledge, more sharing of information. One of the things mm. that... We've lost a bit in Australia is that sharing of information, working in groups, um, and that's what's costing us, I think, at the moment. But, yeah, I think the cream will still rise. It's just that there'll be more cream. Is We'll see how yeah. it plays out. No. Yeah. Good point. Um, do you have a flag for that? More cream. I did, yeah, a signal. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? Was it one of the signals? Yeah, more cream <laughs> needed. <laughs> we should. Um, so yeah. the Australian Sailing uh, uh, team that are listening – just reach out to the Royal Cork Yacht Club and get a copy of what that get signal a co- was. Get a cream, get the flag. <laughs> I love it. I love Beauty. it. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing that's going on that I want to talk about is one of our, our things that we dig is the F-18 Raid World Championships are going yes. on. Um, oh. So, basically, how can we describe this? Um, in Sweden, uh, by, effectively... They do like the archipelagos, you know. Yeah, they race the archipelago around. raid, right? Yeah, yeah, that's Which, it. They, they, go on. Essentially, uh, yeah, a bunch of uh, mad cat sailors, yep. just smoking around yep. through the archipelago, dodging rocks. Yep. Um, got a bit of the Worrell One Thousand about it, exactly. In that regard, yep. Um, and just going fast and having a good time. Yeah, FA um, Apparently, there's a new rock in Denmark that's just been remarked. Um, <laughs> we'll come back to that. We'll yeah, but, um, yeah, there has been known to be quite a bit of carnage in this race previous time, previous yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. Um, but good to see it fully back on the calendar, being well supported. Yeah. Um, so, basically, you've got 
um, two races a day um, at the moment. This is the way they're doing it, and then you stay overnight in accommodation. But you say you're F18, um, you get you start at one point, you finish at another point. You just you can get there whatever way you think is best. Then you have your lunch, <laughs> and then you go to the next one. And they try and do two a day, um, and it's on right now. Um, predominantly, there's a Belgian team leading. Um, but predominantly Swedes, you know, Northern Europeans. So there's yeah. Swedes. Um, you know, the ones that you really like pronouncing their names. Yeah, yeah not, ha- well, not so. happening. But yeah. um, Belgian team in first, Swedish team in uh, Jakob Lundqvist is in second, Swedish team. And then an Aussie team with Brett Burville and uh, Bailey Skews mm, lying cool. in third. Skewsy. Yeah, yeah, the Skews meister um, <laughs> with Bervo. Um, yeah, Bervenator. The Bervenator. <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool. And then the last thing I think we need to discuss is, well, we have to, Sal GP. Sal GP. Have to talk about it. Uh, um, you'll have to fill me in with a lot of details. Okay. What I can do is gloss, o- gloss over the the big headline items. Okay. What do you know? Headline item number one, yep. GBR, Wooshka straight into, mm. well, I've seen varied reports, uncharted, unmarked, mm. um, Basically, they hit a big rock, right? Yeah. Destroyed their um, fall can system, I believe. Yeah. And ripped the top of their the rudder stock off or something like that. Yep. Yep. Um, now, I just want to put out there, I'm not at all taking the piss about someone hitting a rock because if you haven't hit one, you're about to. Every person <laughs> is, is to. going to hit one yeah. at some point in time. So that I'm not. Yeah, we're not taking yeah, piss. That we don't. No. We 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 wouldn't. Do but uh, basically, put them out for the regatta. Yeah, yeah. Um, so real shame that real shame because I think they were lying second overall at the time. Um, the footage, there's some footage on YouTube of it. Um, the day one highlights of of the the event. I hate to say it. It doesn't. It there's a yellow and black mark right there. Um, oh, Jesus. Um, so all right, it, I was wrong. <laughs> it doesn't look like um, it's not like a cardinal mark. There was no arrows on it, right? So, but it looks exactly like a cardinal mark, right? In the <laughs> colouring, except there were no arrows on it. No so, arrows. Yeah, yeah. So I was looking at it. I'm going, is that a cardinal? Did Can't just... go over it. Can't go under it. <laughs> Got to go through it. <laughs> so, oh man, just I, I, you could see. I mean, the whole team devastated, but obviously poor old Ainsley gets interviewed and you could see he was genuinely devastated, you know, and we've mm. got a lot of mates in that team, um, uh, particularly our favourite, our favourite, our favourite uh, tattooed man and, um, you know, just a great guy, uh, part of the Shore crew, our favourite Shore crew. I don't know, actually, no, we've got a lot of good mates in that Shore crew as well. They're <laughs> all good. Um, anyway, we're sad from. So, but yep. yeah, yeah, so... We, you don't want it to happen that way. So, yep, okay, spot on. Uh, but then then what's happened? Then day two, mm. no breeze, my friend. Yeah, no breeze at all. Uh, get the rugby balls out because mm. there was no wind. No wind at all. And then Bit of rain. do you care to update on where we ended up with it from a result point of view? Okay, so what I always thought happened and you know, is that they do the practice race, right? And so they have a practice race day where there's three races, right? And if mm-hmm. there's for some reason – um, racing doesn't get done. They substitute those those three races in and say, you know, here's our series. So, but they didn't. So what they did was they did a four race day the last day. So oh. yeah, so three three races and then a final. You know, so three boats in the final. Um, yeah, New Zealand. Remember. We, I think Barkarati has to claim responsibility for, for New Zealand's success um, because we took the piss out. Well, one of us may have taken the piss out of them. <laughs> no, that was when we had the special with Jody Shields. It was, uh, it was him. No, no, it was something I said at Plymouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. I said, yeah. I, I did say to them at Plymouth, um, I, I, I made a comment. I was doing a, a tour with a whole bunch of people and I said, yeah. Uh, they were talking about all the – somebody asked a question and I said, I don't think any boat without an Australian on has ever won uh, one of the events. And mm. and the boys – Good stat. Yeah, yeah, and the boys took that. They they literally they were literally right next to me when I said it. And 
they've whispered in my ear, we, we listened to that. And, you know, they've actually told me that that really got them going. And, um, but I think that, you know, all the hard work they've been doing, obviously, has yeah. it? But they look, they look so good. And I, I must admit, after that Plymouth event, I was sitting there going, geez, this New Zealand team are going to be hard to get back beat anymore you know they're, they're looking mm. glamour the the thing to note about the aussies is they did a bit of crew changing around so they oh, okay yeah so for those who didn't pick up on that um there was a few change positions uh not saying whether that was i think that these boats are so critical that you've got to you've got to be so on your game so critical that um the they were just a couple of percent off. Not saying that anyone was sailing yeah. the boat bad, but they just they had didn't have the teamwork worked out. So, yeah. um, um, so that the Aussies were experimenting. Whether that was just to build up skill set or something like that, but they they just missed out on that finals. Um, French getting into the final obviously was mm. a big one, and That's then a big get, yeah, a big get, and they were sailing super aggressive. Like uh, Quint, their, their skipper Quentin Delapierre. Such a nice bloke. Like, if you ever meet him, he's probably going to be one of your favourite people immediately. But, geez, he was sailing aggro that whole event. Bruno must have Bruno. fired him up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I may have said something to upset Bruno as well. <laughs> yeah, well. No, no. In, I mean, in the nice, in the friendly way. We're great mates. We're great no, mates. of course. Yeah. Um, the thing that's really, the other thing that stands out is Denmark. Denmark, uh, we're in the final again. Denmark are yep. definitely one of the front Getting runners. Getting some consistency. Yeah, they're definitely one of the front runners now. They've, they've, it's noticeable that they're at the front all the time now, and they're, yeah, they're one of the front runners. So the, the Kiwis have stepped up. Denmark stepped up, and then, um, yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's. Uh, and where's next, Sanjay? Yeah, uh, is it? I can't I remember. Think. I, I think, think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we've got a whole bunch of events coming up, but yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, Sal GP was good. Um, I, I guess the the Danes would have preferred it to be, but you know it was good, good shifting yeah. conditions, good racing, Not sure, good fun, and uh, yeah, plenty of going good. on. Mm. Good. I, I think, think that's, that's us. about us, my friend. Yeah, yeah. I think it is. I think it is. It's a good one, quick one. Um, hopefully next. Speaking week. of Rose. <laughs> Just got one hand delivered from the big boss. I can see the crew just walked in. Where's mine, Betch? Where's mine? Um, The um, yeah, yeah. So we're hoping BP's back next week. He was supposed to be back. Mm, Yeah, he was supposed to be back this week. Uh, I think. Yeah, he didn't get uh, clearance. (laughs) Clearance. clearance. No clearance, Clarence. (laughs) So he'll just have to get back on the guitar and. Wind us out of this thing. All right. Well, mate, great. Good luck this week. And yes. Have a, thanks, have a great one. Yep. Give my love to the Betch Monster and uh, and everyone you see up there. And uh, Barker audience, feel free to come give us uh, yeah, a yeah. tap on the shoulder, have a chat. Look out for the Bice Commodores. Go and say good day to the Bice. You will have a great time. He's a good man. Yep. And, <laughs> <laughs> yep. You agree with that? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Right. Nah, cool. Absolutely. All right. Thanks for listening, right, everyone. Catch ya. Boys in slide mode. Looks like Kempy's there as well. <laughs>